Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The federal workforce is getting its own quadrennial review. Acting Office of Personnel Management Director Kathleen McGittigan says the quadrennial workforce review is under final consideration and will be out soon. The review details government-wide key human capital priorities and strategies and will include methods for communicating them to agencies. After 11 years of construction, the Veterans Affairs Department reopens the Lafayette Building in Washington. The move consolidates about 1,200 employees from the Veterans Health Administration and Office of Information and Technology from four buildings into one. VA invested $14 million into new windows and modern office spaces and systems. VA is expected to save $10 million in rent with the new space. A congressional reorganization plan for the Homeland Security Department draws support from the new secretary. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The bill passed the House yesterday after a months-long amendment cycle. It would replace DHS's National Protections and Programs Directorate, or NPPD. The new entity would be called the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Protection Agency. Its director would report directly to the DHS secretary. The passage drew praise from newly installed Secretary Kirsten Nielsen. She urged the Senate to pass a companion bill. I'm Tom Temin. With more than 30,000 items on its to-do list, the Federal Communications Commission launches a new dashboard tracking all petitions, applications, complaints, and requests before it. The FCC expects the new dashboard to give people a better idea of how quickly it completes its work. Transgender people will be able to openly join the military starting January 1st, despite attempts to ban them by the Trump administration. The D.C. District Court denies the Defense Department's request to delay recruiting transgender people into the military. DOD has been preparing to bring transgender people on board for the past year and a half. The Air Force isn't turning to enlisted airmen to fly combat aircraft just yet. Despite a shortage of 2,000 pilots, the service still wants officers in the positions. However, Air Education and Training Command is using enlisted airmen for its Pilot Training Next program. The Air Force says that program is to help understand how people learn to fly more effectively. The Pentagon names a new official in charge of its sprawling information technology enterprise. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. S.E. Miller became the new acting DOD chief information officer on Friday. She's currently the deputy DOD CIO for cybersecurity, a title she'll continue to hold for the time being. Miller has served for decades in technology leadership posts throughout DOD, including in the Army and the Air Force. The top DOD IT post has been vacant since the end of October, when John Zangardi left the department to be the CIO at the Department of Homeland Security. Jared Serbu. Federal News Radio. GSA is looking for a new director of its technology service for the second time in the last 14 months. Rob Cook is out as the director of the Technology Transformation Service in the General Services Administration. Alan Thomas, the Federal Acquisition Service Commissioner, announces Monday Cook has been asked to join GSA's Office of Government-Wide Policy as his chief innovation advisor. Federal News Radio has learned Thomas asks Joanne Collins-Smee to serve as the acting TTS director and deputy commissioner of FAS. Cook came to TTS in October 2016 after spending his entire career in the private sector. I'm Jason Miller. It may get harder for government officials to identify Americans whose names are blacked out in classified reports. National Intelligence Director Dan Coats says he will be tightening rules in place to make sure people aren't unmasked for political reasons. The move comes after Republican lawmakers voice concerns on the Obama administration's use of unmasking. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.